0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes,
2: she is here, Mimi Shoneman, your host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and super real estate agent, licensed realtor with Remax Results. Hello, Mimi. Good morning. I am very excited to see you. I appreciate your cowl neck sweater that you have on today. I'm oh. very envious of it. It looks warm and toasty.
1: And I'm loving the Vikings look. Thank you very much. you. Is that what we're calling this? <laughs> the lightning bolts that I have? we
2: talking about the hair oh this isn't okay (laughs) i'm just let me let me clear this up for anybody (laughs) listening out there i have elected to go with purple hair I think it is Which very I good. Love. I'm like, I love the purple hair on me. I'm very much enjoying it. Producer Sonny and I were talking about this before everybody came in. For any Viking fans out there, this is an ancillary benefit to you. I am not a Vikings fan. Go oh, Pack Go. Go pack go. Okay. go pack go. Go Pack Go. Got to clear that up. Oh. Clear that up. Let the hate mail begin. It's Miss Shannon here at my talk 1071. That's all right.
1: Okay, <laughs> I think be. we just like, did a complete <laughs> reveal. I had oh, no yeah. idea. Some
2: people know that. That's all right. like, yeah, I'm a Packer fan. I, I, so that's fine. I don't, but here's the thing. Thing. Here's the thing, uh, and, and Shelly Ferris, our good friends from uh, Caliber Home Loans, will bring you into this as well. I don't know if you uh, um, are by any means a football fan at all, Miss Ferris. Are you? Um, I am a local football fan. San okay. the Cougars currently are my <laughs> fans. Well done, well done. She is a, That is a very a very clear. She's a safe, cougar. Did that's a say? safe. That's a safe stance. I a thought safe she was <laughs> Oh, still be a hey, giver. where's the drum roll when you I really pull in a, a rim shot? Uh, Boom, chink. Yeah. Right, no. um, that is a very Sonny, safe stance. Up. That's a very safe stance. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> you guys got the jokes going. Boom, chink. But I think it's fair that some people should know about that. But I've lived in Minnesota a long time. So I here's the way I feel about it. I have my particular rivalries that I have. But I live here. And I want the people of Minnesota to be happy so if you happen to be a Vikings fan and that makes you happy, that's why I don't clown this team very often because <laughs> mm-hmm, I don't want to mm-hmm. live in a town of miserable people. And so I'm like, okay, well. your team can do well. I just hope they don't do as well as my team, but I don't, I'm fine with them being well. <laughs> there you Does go. that make sense? Yes. Got to think. 100%. I'm that kind of fan. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, we won't call your hair Vikings. We'll call no, it Prince. It's Prince. Yes. That yes. is a much better decision. I will own all of that. <laughs> yes. yes. And then I will, I will bathe in the lake of uh, the waters of Lake Minnetonka mm-hmm. for everyone listening out there. there yes, you go. yes, Hey, Shelly, before Amen. we before we talk about some of the things on the show, can we get your NMLS number, please?
3: Oh, yes. The business, my personal three six seven eight two six, and the company one
1: five six two two. And I would like to say that if we have any Vikings players out there or cheerleaders that might be listening to the show, we'd love to have you call and talk to me, Shannon.
2: <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'll be happy to Let's talk to you. Let's do this. Yeah. I know some of the ex Vikings players. That's why I'm a Packer fan. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. I moved here when they didn't have the greatest reputation. Oh, okay. And I used to work at a hip hop station that happened to get some invitations to a particular boat party that we try not to talk about very often. So yeah. Like, hey, you could try. Well, (laughs) we are on a real estate show, I think. Yeah. But, you know, you never know what we're going (laughs) to talk about. That is kind of true. We talk about a lot of things here, and we also give a lot of information that helps you if you're going, hey, I thought I wanted to maybe get a house, but I have a particular thing that is holding me back. And I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of times, especially when Shelly is on, is because there's some question in your head that you have answered for yourself that is the wrong information, right? I just want to say... I 100%
1: agree with that.
2: Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: Shelly's over here. She's like, let's do some mortgages and quit, quit all this <laughs> yeah. crazy stuff. But I just want to point out, Shelley, there's probably 60 days, I'm not looking at a calendar, 60 days to Christmas. And I just want to say, everybody would love a house. <laughs> True. That's right. Yes, it
3: may not fit in your stocking, but...
1: Right, You would never right. make anybody any happier you buy somebody a house. <laughs> right. That's what I'm going to say. Right. And I say, what do you? Yeah. I right. think that's what There's we should plan things on. things that you're
2: probably not going to return. That's <laughs> probably it. Yeah. No. I might return right. a sweater, but I'm not going to give the house back.
1: Miss <laughs> Shelley, tell everybody what you recall last week to be the lowest interest rate you locked in. 2.2%. Uh, no. Or- wow. Yes. Free money. Yes. That's free money yeah. right there. Oh, my right. goodness. It's crazy. It's, yeah, I, whatever. <laughs> I and that's on a
3: fixed, end. right? It's you lowest said lowest race anymore because what's ha- going to happen next week? I just wow. don't know anymore.
1: <laughs> wow. Do you think we'll ever see anything in the ones?
2: <sighs>
1: yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> do I you do. Really? I do. Oh my goodness, so she, Shelly stays abreast of all the mortgage stuff coming down the pike from all kinds of blogs and things that she
2: keeps up so with. So if you're seeing that that might right. be in there, I mean people really need to start working on this now because I think the interesting thing is although the interest rates are, are very very low, that's just making the competitiveness of this market a lot more difficult, right Mimi? Yes. Okay.
1: Well, I don't know about difficult, all it's right. making it very heated and active. And tight. Which we love. Uh-huh. Um, I, I did do some some research this morning, real quick, about the housing market in okay. the lower price ranges of what we consider starter homes. And so, in the entire thirteen county metro area in our MLS system here in the Twin Cities, hundred from from one hundred fifty thousand to one hundred ninety nine thousand. Okay, there are eight hundred and seventeen active and available homes wow. on the market, including coming soon's. Okay, so that's the that's your real starter. That would okay. get some townhome action in there, some single family maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, in the two hundred to two fifty, in the whole metro area, there so are, something
2: if you had a yard, like a little yard, probably maybe. Okay, yes. all right, some grass. Okay,
1: you got eight hundred and eighty-eight. So eight hundred and seventeen in the lowest, eight eighty-eight, and then if you are able to eke up to two fifty-one to three hundred thousand, there are nine hundred and seventy-two homes available that you can purchase okay and how many millions of population do we have living here i don't know right yeah so wow while that may sound like a lot that is actually so low exactly um so we are very low on inventory in the metro and in the
2: entire country so this is not just uh, here in right. Minnesota and Wisconsin. So it seems like the stories that you both tell is that it makes a lot more sense to start planning ahead. And so you can work with somebody so that when you are prepared to take mm-hmm. that, that next step and start making some offers, you've done all of the homework, as you put it, Shelley, so that you can actually go, this is a quality offer on this home. Right. And you're
3: ready so that when the rates dip to where... I think they may right. you're right you're mm-hmm. not going gosh i sure wish i would have done something about my credit score sure wish i would have saved up a little down payment you know don't be the would have could have should have right. person. take charge
1: well shelley i know we're not going to talk about this subject when we get going <laughs> because you are mm. the credit contessa right oh, and right, we yes. <laughs> already want everybody to know that that's who we have here on the show and she's going to be talking about how do I fix my credit So, Mm -hmm. and taking everybody's questions about how, what your specific questions are about your credit because it's very, very important when you buy a house. Right, Shelly? Oh, it affects so much, so much,
3: and we'll talk about that in coming up.
1: Yeah, so what I want to talk to you about before we head into the break, and we've got about one minute, let's just dive in quickly to down payment assistance programs and the availability of those. Right, yes.
3: Oh, there's, there are fantastic down payment assistance programs. Uh, you can even stack them. So you can use multiple. I, I know of up to three that you could stack to, if you can't come up with down payment, if you can't find something for the 170 that you're, that you're qualified to, some of these down payment assistance programs can help you because they can go, put right the amount they're going to give you right on top of what you qualify for so you can qualify for higher. And yeah, they're fantastic. Absolutely. There's Minnesota Housing, there's a Saint Paul one that has about up to forty thousand dollars you can get. I just closed one of those a couple weeks ago. There's lots of assistance.
1: And there's ones all over the metro. There's one in Woodbury. What are they offering right, right now? About twenty, 20 up to twenty five thousand yeah. I wow. think on that one. And yeah. so this is not just for people that um Maybe you had a situation that caused you to not have available cash, right? But your credit is great. Mm -hmm. So these programs are there for those reasons. Right. And you just need to contact one of us, a professional, so we can
3: help point you in the right direction. Some of them you need to be certified prior to finding a house.
2: Oh, Some of them
3: it doesn't matter if you've already found the house. So, yeah, you're right, Shannon. Do the homework first.
1: And you can get into a house for as little as $1,000 of your own money. And take exactly. advantage of these low interest rates. If you think that now's not the time, your credit's
2: good, but you don't have a lot of cash, we need to talk. I think that's part of the reason why we were saying that things don't, uh, you can't always, and you've said this before, Shelley, you can't save enough to make up for this. Like, maybe you're like, well, I thought I'd have to save up to 20%, but now we're going, no, there's lots of ways that you can help stack those things so that doesn't have to be the case and you can actually move into this process now. Absolutely correct, yes.
1: And so when we come back from the break, we'll keep talking just for a second about a few more
2: down payment assistance things. And then we're going to talk about how do I fix my credit with Shelly Ferris. Right. And you can be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Always a great place and a great resource for you to go because, Mimi, you've done a good job of curating All of these different resources, so every time they go to the Red Hot Real Estate show page, they can find different things. So whatever your scenario is, there might be a link that'll help you out. There might be a link Mm -hmm. there for that, and we're trying to do a better
1: job of changing that up a little bit. And so today we put a link for new construction, and you can go right to our show page. Or if you are listening to this, you can also get to it by going to redhot.newconstructionhomesforyou.com. And if you have been frustrated... Uh, by the lack of inventory or you're just out there shopping it's like every house you see there's just something that you wish was different new construction might solve that for you that's what I have realized with clients of mine in the past where it's like we're seeing really nice houses right but it's just not it's just not tripping them you mm-hmm. know what I mean and so if new construction has got you curious go to this link, register on there, and we can have a nice discussion about what you think you might be interested in. And Shelly can help with new construction financing, including all sorts of things, right, Shelly? Oh, absolutely, yes. I I was just speaking with a a couple folks here uh, late part of the week, and, and exactly,
3: they're having struggles finding exactly what they're looking for. So they're looking to new construction. And you really want to talk to a mortgage person, just like you want to talk to a real estate person. They are in the 800000 range, so they're looking to put a good chunk down, but not enough for it to get into conforming interest rate
2: gotcha. range,
3: which is $511,400. So we're going to do a small second behind it. You just want to talk to somebody about that stuff before you just jump feet first in.
1: Well, let's talk about the new construction mortgage companies that are affiliated with many of our builders. Um so you want to make sure that you're comparing apples to apples okay and so you want to talk to that a little bit Shelley. oh boy that is so true mimi so true and
3: so few people know about it right for example i i i did a closing this summer with one of the big names i won't mention the name but it rhymes with no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> but um uh but when they got to the closing table uh, they, or no, when they got their estimate, because I ended up closing their loan, they were shocked and amazed to learn that not only was A, the interest rate a quarter percent higher than what I could offer them, and that was a lot of money in this higher priced, uh, uh range that we're talking in. Secondly, they're forced to pay the seller's uh, uh real estate tax on that so that's the seller's portion of the tax transfer in this case was about an extra eight hundred dollars in closing costs that they weren't expecting to have to pay and thirdly when the home didn't have the uh, la- uh landscaping done the builder wasn't going to escrow for that the borrower had to pony up that money to escrow for the for what wasn't finished on the house lots of things in the fine print mm-hmm. so be extremely careful and of your choices like- it's not as easy as they'll just pay your closing costs
2: and what i had seen because a friend of mine was going through that it was there were also they're like well you got this deal like there was some like some sort of rebate or something they had included in it and it seemed like it was going to be such a deal well you know
1: you do have to be careful about your about what you're signing gotcha. and so okay i do want folks to know that when you're going into these new construction models the builder's rep represents the builder they don't represent you mm-hmm. and when you tell them that you've got a house to sell or that you've got just inherited grandma's ranch um and that you've just you know won the lottery right you're giving away a lot of information not only that but their purchase agreement is about an inch thick okay and if you don't know what you're signing completely like some of the terms that Shelley just mentioned You know, it's too bad, too sad. So that's why it's a good thing for you to call a real estate company like myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're happy to look at the purchase agreement, walk you through, help you with the different things that go on with new construction. And you have your
2: own representation. Right. Because there are some things that even if you think that you're good at legalese. You need somebody to kind of, like, shepherd you through that process and go, this is what this really means and how it can impact you.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, Shelley, you know, what would people need to do to reach you for those types of uh, facts about new construction? Well,
2: the
3: the very best way to reach me is my cell phone, Mm -hmm. always. And you can text or call it, 612-839-6918. Or the, what's the number with the Red Hot Real Estate Show that we have people text as well, Mimi?
1: Yep, you can text uh, Mortgage New Construction to 651-578-2218, and we can get you connected. So, Shelly, let's talk about credit. Yes. That is your niche and your specialty. It is. And it is. you love doing it. Um, so you had a recent question. I'll read it, and you can tell everybody a little bit about the solution. Is that all right? Excellent. excellent. Uh, These are
3: questions that I get all the time. I mean, these are probably the most common questions, and I I bet you they'll touch uh, the lives of some of the people that are listening, no doubt.
1: Okay, and we're open to taking your questions, too, if they're not on the list. So the question you got was, I just had my credit pulled when I bought my car two months ago. How come the score you pull is 40 points lower than what the company just pulled?
3: Isn't that a great question? Mm-hmm. Like, oh wouldn't gosh. you wonder that? Right. <laughs> People tell me all the time, well, surely my credit score is this. Like, they're telling me what the fact is. My credit score is fill in the blank. Right. 701. I know it is because I just looked at my app and mm-hmm. it told me that,
1: you know. My
2: app tells me so, everything. It's like yeah, me going exactly. to
1: Walgreens and getting my blood pressure and then going to the doctor. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. It's like, <laughs> right.
1: why is it different? I don't know.
3: So, that's such a good analogy. Oh, my gosh. So, when you have your credit score pulled from different industries, different sources, so, for example, if you're getting a car loan, that's one industry. If you're getting opening a new credit card, that's another industry. You're getting a mortgage, that's another industry. Depending on the industry will depend on how they grade your credit information. And if your car, you just told me a lot about, in your question, you just told me a lot about what you've done here recently. You went to buy a car two months ago. They pulled your credit score. And now when I pull it, it's 40 months lower because you just got a new car. Well, yeah, you just put a new loan on your credit to grade from that's not very old. It's brand new. And the Bureau doesn't know yet how well you're going to juggle that new debt, until you get to about payment seven. So most likely that's the reason why your score is lower today when I pull it than it was when the car dealership pulled it just two months ago. Just, you know, so close in the rearview mirror. It's right right there. But it's changed. You've done something. Mm -hmm. Something new has occurred.
1: Okay, Shelley. So did this person also want to buy a house, or were they just talking to you about credit?
3: Yep. They wanted to buy a house. That's what they had come in for. So when I told them what their new credit score or what their credit score was, that's when they, you know, I've seen it many times. That look comes over them like, oh, what did you do to my credit?
2: Right. They think (laughs) it's because you looked at it and you broke it. It's like, I didn't break it. You changed things. Yeah. You bought a car. Don't do that. Right.
1: Before you want to buy a house. (laughs) No, don't. Exactly. Don't go shopping in it's any backwards. way it's shape, absolutely or, backwards i don't care how close you are to the closing date do not go do not even peek online at any
2: furniture i think that's so funny that you said nope. that so much because we've talked about that for the last two years that you and i have worked together on this show so you, show like, you just have to remind people <laughs> do not go to any of those things and get a whole new cadre that the you know i'm a finance at all i'm gonna do all that stuff don't. You don't want the truck to show up on the closing day. It's not gonna work that well. <laughs> and it have no house has to go right. to. Exactly. So exactly.
1: So seriously, Shelly, when you go into a furniture store and they have all these promotions, right, zero down. So mm-hmm. you think in your mind, I don't have any debt, but the furniture is worth five thousand dollars. They have right. a debt, right? right.
3: Absolutely. Or maybe it's no interest, no payment until 2022. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to count you as debt. And there's a new loan right now that, by the way, is maxed out on your credit that's going to plop itself there on your credit report for the next two years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you'll be getting a job at Ashley
2: Home Store, <laughs> trying <laughs> yeah. to get rid of that right
1: away, <laughs> trying to see how you can make that go away. Right? No, I mean, but that's considered installment debt, right? Shelly? cars yeah, that's and right. furniture, yep. and how yep, does that that's right exactly? How is that looked at differently?
3: So, generally speaking, uh, you have two types of credit on your credit report that are being graded. One type is installment debt, and that's the type that we're talking about here, car loans, furniture loans, some student loans, things of that nature, where there is an amount that needs to be paid back, you've agreed to pay it back, paying this same payment every month, and it will be paid off in X amount of years or X amount of months. That's installment. I'm installing this same payment month after month to pay off my debt eventually.
1: And so in all Revolving
3: credit is the other type.
1: Oh, revolving. And that's okay. like a
3: credit card, right? So like you give you a credit limit and you charge up to, let's say they limit you at 1000 you charge 800 you pay off 400 That means that you still have 600 that you can now pay a charge up next month. And so it's revolving. Your balances are revolving. Your minimum payment is revolving. It's not static it's not consistent it's moving
1: okay well you know when we come back from the break we can keep talking about this but um, I I just want to say in all seriousness if somebody really needs a car but yet they're in the middle of a transaction okay let's just say their car completely got totaled right and what do you recommend for somebody like that to do when it's a real situation so has happened to me in the past. I mean, so
3: many times. There is a glimmer of hope. If you are in the market to buy a house, make sure your loan officer pulls your credit before you go and buy that car, before you enter the the uh, dealership. Because... You, you don't want them to pull your credit at all until I do. Gotcha.
2: Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm here with Mimi Shoneman and also Shelly Ferris from Caliber Home Loans. You can call us at 651-641-1071. Okay, Shelly. So let's wrap up this car situation. Mm-hmm. So they could they need to call you first
1: right. before they t- have the car place pull their, their credit. Correct. Okay,
3: so I pull my score and, and my credit report for them, and mine is good for four months. That just means that we have to close within the next four months. So the new debt of them getting a new car loan, if that's the road that they go down, oh road. And, um, <laughs> they, <laughs> well done. They, that I still have to use that debt to qualify them, but my score is locked in as long as we close within the next four months.
2: And Shelly, the way we've been talking about credit, you said that it usually takes approximately seven payments for things to start rebounding. So then you're at least more than halfway through that first seven payments maybe as well, don't you think? It might help a little better. In
3: case we have to pull or something. But yes, you're right. Exactly.
2: So I think you should borrow a
1: car. (laughs) That's the first thing I think. Or or rent a car. 100% agreed. Or get a cheap used beater. Until you get through this thing or have mom buy your your beater for you to get you through. Yeah, Um, all
3: great options.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm all about it. All right. So here's another question that you had. I keep trying to increase my credit score, but it just won't budge. How does the credit contessa get that to move?
3: Oh, boy. No, that that is kind of a general question, but I get it a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been working on my credit for two years. It will not go over 600 no matter what I do. You know, I ask some probing questions. But right. until I get to pull your credit report, I can't really discern what's going on. Sometimes I pull the credit report and... Well, you have no credit to grade from, so guess what? It's not going to go anywhere, but you're right. It's a horrible situation. We need to get you some credit, and then I tell them to go open a credit card, and they look at me like I've got three heads because (laughs) (laughs) it seems very counterintuitive, too, So, uh, but yes, you need to sit down with a professional. Myself, I call myself a professional. I'm self-proclaimed credit contestant, but boy, 27 years in the business and all the books and blogs and right. podcasts and such that I listen to and participate in, I know a lot about credit. So and I need to pull have, that credit report and put it through the simulator.
2: And you have a you know, a track record of these are tried and true practices that have worked when you're sitting there and you can help them go, if we do this, then that.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I've seen it happen in real life, in real time, in the past. Absolutely. I would to do something because I, quote, unquote, think that this will happen. Right. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. We take the guesswork out. I heard somebody told me that the other day. Oh, I opened up an installment debt because my my union told me that, that that they thought that would help my credit score. Did they literally say to you, I think this will help your credit? That's horrible. Mm-hmm. That's wh- That's like a doctor saying, I think this pill will work. Take 12 of them and call me in a week.
1: Exactly. Hey, who wants to
3: work with that doctor? <laughs> uh,
1: well, let's talk a little bit about what I think a lot of people have confusion over. They hear, you know, I'm very afraid of somebody pulling my credit, a hard pull versus a soft pull. What's the difference between those two things? Excellent. Yes, that's another question that I get a lot of. So. Real quickly,
3: to break down the hard and the soft pull, a hard pull credit is one that I can use to actually approve you. It's a three-bureau, tri-bureau merged credit report, which means that I pulled your credit from TransUnion, Equifax, and Experience, the three credit bureaus, and I'm going to use the middle of those three credit scores. That's a hard pull. A soft pull is when I only pull one or maybe two of the credit bureaus. So it's not a full credit poll. I can't get an approval on this, but it tells me a lot. It tells me what your two bureaus' credit scores are. It tells me what's reporting and what's attributing to those credit scores. And it doesn't lower your credit score when I do a soft credit poll. When I do a hard credit poll, the theory is five points. Okay, It's going to hit your credit score five points. But if your score is already struggling, that five points is just the cost of getting it better. Okay. That's, what I, that's how I look at it.
1: And so how often when you pull somebody's credit, Shelly, you, would you say that people have things on there that need to be fixed?
3: Um, probably, I would say probably 50% of the time, Mimi, that there's things that are erroneously reporting or balances are wrong or they've made a payment, or they've paid off the collection already, I would say one and two have something on it that's not reporting accurately. Now, do we have to fix all of those? Not always. Sometimes the score is good enough, or it doesn't have a big enough impact, or something to that effect. But, yeah, there's a lot of mistakes on credit reports.
1: And so if you, if you find, once you get in there, and, and someone is shocked that things are on there that they didn't know, or didn't remember, or what have you, how long does it typically take to get it fixed, the problems that you see?
3: So if you're going to do it through the bureaus, it takes, and they'll tell you this themselves, 30 to 60 days to report the update. If it's something that happened midstream in our transaction and it needs to get corrected before we can close, I can do something called a rapid rescore with your credit report, if that's something that we need to do. It's not something that I come across uh, very commonly when we're midstream in a transaction. But in order to get your score where it needs to be to be able to get the program that you want or the interest rate that you want, that's when I'm really using these rapid rescores. And I gather the data to fix the credit after I run it through the simulator, and the rapid rescore takes five days. So you would think I'd say five minutes. It's five business days to get it updated for our purposes.
1: And does that cost something to do the rapid rescore?
3: The rapid rescore costs $30 per bureau per trade line. So it can go up in cost very quickly depending on what we need to do. But I'm offering my special still, and we're going to run it through the month of November, and that's up to a $300 value We'll run that credit simulator for free to tell you what you need to do to get your score where you want it to be.
1: That's awesome. That's a really, really nice service. And I didn't realize that it was per trade line. Right. You know, I knew there was a fee involved. But um, so this is exactly why we want and encourage all of the people that listen to the real estate show that we do here or that are thinking about real estate in the field. We encourage you to sit down face to face with our loan officer and have this discussion and let them pull your credit because if you've even kind of peeked at one of the online portals to look at houses, or if you're the one that is so intrigued with going into open houses, I'm gonna promise you something. If you are going to open houses, you are in the market to buy a house. Not it will not be long right. before you see one that you cannot resist. And it will be too late, too sad. I've had it happen a million times where they're like, I want to write an offer on this. Well, we, we don't have our ducks in a row. Right we've got to get you pre-approved we can't even submit an offer until you have all of that and what happens if like what Shelly just said you've got erroneous information on there and it's going to
2: take 30 to 60 days well houses are selling like popcorn man. right and I know some people have been going and trying to, to take capitalize on these things and then turns out well like she said in the last one well you don't have credit yet and so we can't qualify you for yeah. this and you certainly can't move quickly unless you were already in a a prepared mode. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this
1: is why we don't put non-approved buyers, well, we don't put them in our car anymore with COVID, but we used to say right. you don't put a, a non-approved buyer and take and show them homes. Mm-hmm. That's actually, I mean, it's legal to do. It's just not fair. It's not fair to anybody. It's especially not fair to the buyer. It's certainly not fair to the seller when they've spent time cleaning their house and getting it show ready and you can't perform. Right. You know, you know, do the thing that you need to do. Right. You know, if you're gonna be out there peeking.
2: Right. And we also, I mean, we we talk about this before. It's actually very empowering to kind of start the process and to be able to come up with a plan with a professional like Shelly and go. Here's the plan. I need to work on this. I need to handle that. Maybe I need to add, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that you need to do anyway. So the sooner you start Thanks. the process, the better it is for everyone.
1: Yeah. You know, and I will say, you know, it's it's certainly helpful to watch the shows on television that people are drawn to watching. You do get certain glimmers of processes and how things go, but when you're in the middle of a transaction, it, you will be shocked at what you don't know. Right. And I, after I got my real estate license 14 years ago, I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I I bought a house without knowing what I know now. Exactly, And you know what I'm saying? It's like you don't know what you don't know. Absolutely, yes. Okay. So
3: much that you trip over. Terminologies that you don't know that you just think, oh, I'll look that up later, but boy, I sure wish I would have, you know? There's just so, so, so much. And you know what I really find out Or what the people find out when they come to meet with me is the fear, like you talked about, Shannon, is bigger than the homework that it's going to take to fix it. They're so relieved once they've come out of consultation that, you mean that's all I have to do? Or you mean there is a solution? I don't have to wallow in these low 600 credit scores for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. It's empowering. You're exactly right.
1: And not only does uh, raising your credit score help with your mortgage, uh, you can get a lower rate because you have a better credit score. You also get more favorable terms with your homeowners insurance and uh, your auto insurance, crazy. right? And everything else
3: that you we don't think about those things. But you, you know, people. That's another question I get asked a lot. Um, does it matter if I increase my credit score? I had a, just had a gentleman in my office uh, earlier this week, and his credit score poll was at um, in the six seventy eight was the okay. middle credit score, and which is a Fine score. I mean, there's nothing wrong with 678. I'm, I certainly don't shame anyone or talk about how oh this is a bad one. We don't talk about it like that. We just talk about what your opportunities are based off of that score, and then if it were this score, this is this is what you would see. Right. So, for example, credit scores and interest rates and you know program types. We grade it out in twenty point buckets. So if you're a 680 to a 699, you get one interest rate. If you're a 700 to 719, there's a little bit better cost there's more programs available in that bucket. So if you're at a 699, super bummer, because you're one point away, but it's not like the underwriter goes, oh, I'll well, just wait that one point. Right. You don't need that point. <laughs> it doesn't, you can't okay. do that. It doesn't work that way. It's set up in these buckets.
2: Okay. So you
3: want to work through to get into your next bigger bucket, and that's what we talk about then. If your credit score was this, this is what your
1: interest rate would be instead. So I can show you on a screen why it's worth it. Okay. So, in all seriousness, when you ha- do, you have people that come into your office and they're like, "Yeah, I'm only one point away, and I'm not going to do anything until I can get it up over that line." It- Does that happen? Well, well, they don't, they don't think it'll benefit them, and so that's
3: why I, I mean, I do the big reveal. I when I price loans, <laughs> I don't like look at the screen and don't share it with the person across the desk from me i turn the screen sideways and show them see right. here's where you're going to end up here's what it would be if your credit score was this we you know it's kind of like the wizard behind the curtain there's no curtain i take the curtain away
1: <laughs> the wizard
3: <laughs> i like it i like. It.
1: I don't know i'm just saying to myself i'm saying well i know myself well enough to go if i was 699 mm-hmm. i would do you know i would be the one that would want to go
2: okay i'm waiting till i hit 700 Cause that's just how I. Right. Think. I'm a little more like that too, uh, but but that's if I especially knew that it was going to save me, whatever it was. Yeah. Because why right. wouldn't I want it? I'm like, especially if it, if I'd go, well, how long will it take me to get that point? Right. Is it gonna is you know? Because I think Shelley does a great job of going, what's the cost benefit analysis of it? So was the time worth my trouble? Yeah. So some people, but exactly I see right. Some people might go, eh. Whatever, and not worry about it. So, what's a, what kind of point
1: savings, interest rate savings, would somebody get bumping from six ninety nine to seven hundred? Generally speaking, you could be in a quarter point to the interest rate better,
3: which is going to save you somewhere in the neighborhood of forty to fifty dollars a month, depending on your loan amount. Mm-hmm. Which, in the course of a year's time, is roughly six hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, that's not money not to nothing. sneeze at. Plus yeah. there's, not accruing interest
2: more on the rest of the loan, the life of the loan. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on MyTalk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com, reminding you to go to our show page, get all that great information, those links out there. You can get information all the time from Mimi, though. You give some great tips out there. In fact, we didn't talk about the red hot house that we had out there, right? We haven't done that today. We've got a house posted. You can go
1: to the show page and take a look at that um, and text us if you want. Houses like that. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have a new construction link that you can go on and uh, message us if you're thinking about you want to maybe peek at some new construction. Right. And, you know, anything that you want, even if it's not on the show page, call us. You can reach out at 651-578-2218. Right. Um, Shelly Ferris with Calibra Home Loans. So I have a question for you. Um, Or you had a question for you. (laughs) My score went down and my app said it's because I closed some credit, but I didn't request to close any credit. So how do you advise somebody like that?
3: So uh, be cognizant of your credit. That's what I advise there. Most likely that credit card was closed, not because you paid it off in full, like a car loan, because you're affecting yourself when you're doing that, too. You're lessening things to grade from when you pay off car loans or pay off installment debts. Still might be the right thing to do, but it will affect your score. But if you have a credit card out there that you haven't used in oodles of time, my suggestion is to use it. And I know that seems, again, counterintuitive, but you... If you don't use your credit cards at least once a year, and some of them are at least once every six months, they will be closed. And now you have less credit to grade from, and therefore your score will go down, even though you didn't request it.
2: Especially those specialty cards. Like, I had one because I thought I was going to buy some tires. So I got the credit card from the tire place, and then I ended up deciding I was just going to pay for the tires. So I never used this credit card and so I was mm-hmm. surprised that they closed it. I was like, you know, cuz I never I didn't need any tires. Right. I didn't need to spend any money at this tire place. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I got the little note that said that it was closed. I was like, oh, as I, I, my feelings were kind of hurt, right? you know, I kind of like yeah. stop. that I'm like, exactly. <laughs> what did you close that for me for? I'm not just gonna come buy tires just cause. now. You don't get my tire back exactly. That I, that done. is true though. But that's real talk. <laughs> well, that's, when that's, I bought t- I that's bought that's tires, that
3: we generally just run in and grab no. a tire quick. You know so what I mean? I bought, generally speaking.
2: And Mimi, I did exactly what you said when I bought tires last month. I did not go back to that place. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I hope that'll fix you, <laughs> right? I'm like, huh. <laughs> all right see how you do me exactly how dare you close it just because i didn't spend money with you right away. not a
3: lot you can do on those <laughs> right. i mean really 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 not a lot you can do on right. those so just be cognizant of those that you use on a regular basis i have two credit cards that i've had since the 1990s <clears throat> and uh <laughs> Uh, they're tucked in the back of my wallet yep. and I use them like once a year once every mm-hmm. six months just to keep them alive because right. I like the longevity on those cards. It adds to my score.
1: Right. Okay. And so apps. I, I know you love that when people bring you uh, information from their apps <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's that's real science right there. Well
2: there's so many of them <laughs> now. Like everything that you have like every credit card says hey I'll watch this or your bank says hey I'll watch this. Like I feel like I get requests all the the time going do you want to monitor your credit through us correct right Mm -hmm. right and
3: i tell people the apps and maybe maybe your bank account tells you your credit score once a month or you have a credit card out there that tells you your score once a month the direct score the specific score they're giving you is not accurate to mortgage grading anyway But the trend is real. And so that's what I tell people those things are good for is to watch your trends. If your score suddenly falls through the floor, something happens. Look into it. The trend is right. The score is not.
1: Okay. I'd like to talk a little bit about the folks that are afraid of credit. But yet they're coming of age where they are interested in looking at housing. But they're terrified of it because they may, may have watched a family member or mom or their dad go right. through a, a bad situation when the market was in recession. What are you advising these folks, Shelley?
3: So you, you really can't survive in our world without some kind of credit. It affects everything from you know how much you're going to pay in car insurance to you know homeowners insurance like we talked about it affects what type of loans you're going to be given the option can you get a loan without a credit score yes but is it the right terms is it the low interest rates that you're looking at here how much down payment are you going to have to put so you really can't be an ostrich when it right. comes to credit. You've got to take your head out of the sand. you got to open a credit card. And you need to educate yourself how to use it. And if the education comes from me, then so be it. Give me a call. And then we'll talk about it next month when your bill comes in the mail. And then we'll talk about it the next month when the next bill comes in the mail because you don't remember what I told you the month before. <laughs>
1: because that's how we do it. We right. help you along. Okay? Um, so, in all seriousness, when... I- you can get a loan for to buy a house with no credit, is what I'm hearing you say. But it's not favorable. It's not favorable. So,
3: because why? Because your interest rate is based off of your credit score. So now if you give them no score to base it off of, they have to assume kind of ugly things in order to even give you an interest rate. They don't get to give you the benefit of good score to give you a good interest rate. So, you're allowing too much in the hands of the bank or the lender if you don't give them data to give you a decent loan on.
1: Okay, so let's just say I'm coming into your office and I have I have gotten rid of all my debt. I've got no credit cards, no nothing, no mortgage, no house payment, no car loan, no debt on my credit. And I say, "Shelly, my score I think is 699." And uh, I want to know if you'll lend me or give me a mortgage to buy a house. What, what are you going to tell me? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull your credit. So, and it, it's going to likely tell me
3: nothing, okay. zero, you have nothing. Um, so you have no credit or unable to uh, score is what comes up. And that, I put that in the model and I send your model away to my secondary department. They grade you by ratios of how much of a loan you're trying to get, what you have in reserves in the bank, uh, unconventional type things in order to spit out an interest rate. And I would say that you're likely in the half a percent over market okay. range, which in this market isn't a bad interest rate, but it's still more than you'd have to if you would have given yourself the chance to have some credit to grade.
1: So let's just say that the house I'm buying is 300000 And And uh, how much in reserves would I have to have if I have no credit? Uh, six months. Six okay. months of total all my expenses to run my life plus six months six of housing. Six months of house payments. Six months of house payments. Okay.
3: So if the house payment is 2500 you need six months, you need $15,000 in the bank.
1: And that can't be touched. That can't be used for down payment, or can it?
3: It cannot. That's money that's to be left over. That's why it's called reserves.
1: Okay. Um, Okay. And how much would I have to put down to get uh, a loan like that?
3: You could still put 3.5% down, so you could still put minimum down. Uh, We're talking FHA here. These are not conventional mortgages, and you know as well as I do, Mimi, FHA uh, uh, offers are not accepted as often as conventional offers are, right? Okay. So you're kind of putting yourself, I don't know, you're putting yourself out there right. to be not as viable okay. just because you're scared to open a credit card. Yeah, That's not a good reason.
1: Well, we have a couple minutes left before we have to conclude the show. I want to just go through one other question quick. The only bad thing on my credit report is from debt from somebody else that opened with me, but mm-hmm. it's their debt, it's not mine. So it's not fair that my score is being affected because of that how do you handle that, Shelley? Oh, boy. I get that one so often, Mimi. I know
3: you said a break that you've come across that one so often in the past, Two People, I don't care whose debt it is. I don't care who charged it. I don't care under what circumstances it is. The credit bureaus and the lender look at that debt as your debt. Why? Because it is your debt. You may mm-hmm. have an agreement with this person, but you signed papers that said that you'd pay it if they didn't, and therefore it's on you.
1: And so what kind of instances does that you do see that happen?
3: Oftentimes I see it with some ethnicities kind of frequently with car loans. Okay. Like there's one person in the house that's got excellent credit over the course of time. They've built it up, and everybody buys a car with that person. And now yeah. this person's got four car loans, and there she only drives one of them.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. So you're helping your kids, you're helping your cousin, you put the, <laughs> everybody, every, uh, everybody's on yours. Got and, it. And what about like right. a parent that would co-sign with their
1: child for a student loan? Right. S-
2: similar set of circumstances.
3: So if that happens, and we've done that for some of our children, we you just have to make sure that if you're not going to want to use that debt against you in your qualifying parent, You want to make sure that payment comes out of the child's
1: bank account
3: that you are not on. Okay. It's just their bank account. And then we can prove after 12 months that that's not your debt.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So there's a solution for that. Um, So thank you, Shelly, with Caliber Home Loans. Uh, we appreciate Thank you, you and your expertise. Yes. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Lots of good information. You can also
2: see, it, uh, listen to it during the week on the podcast, yes. right? Yes, definitely at mytalk 107 sorry. Keyword red hot.
0: To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.
1: Paying bills on time? Not maxing out credit cards? Yes, give yourself credit. You can get closer to big goals like home ownership by taking small steps to build up your credit. Level up your credit knowledge at FannieMay.com slash credit education.
2: Hey.